0: SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezomabeke on SAFM. The 2022 edition of the Data Protection Africa Summit under the theme Developing Data Protection for Africa's Digital Economy started today and will conclude tomorrow, 22 November This year's summit, which is a collaboration between the Africa Digital Rights Hub and the Information Regulator of South Africa, the summit brings together data controllers, processors, innovators, innovators, I beg your pardon, regulators, policymakers, lawmakers across the globe to discuss and offer solutions to emerging data protection stroke privacy issues on the continent, it also, among others, seeks to build capacity, facilitate collaboration, showcase solutions and expertise, as well as explore critical issues of data protection privacy on the continent. Let's find out more from Ms. Teki Akweta, founder and director of Africa Digital Rights Hub. First, before we go to advocate Colin Wiebund. teki good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to SAF. Good evening.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And it all comes down to this, right? I mean, you guys have been planning for quite a while. It comes at an important time, certainly, when the continued increase and uptake in the digital economy warrants this conversation, but certainly a lot more than just this conversation. Your thoughts?
1: Well, um, this, this is an extremely important conversation, not just to our organization, but to the continent as a whole. And especially looking at where technology and digitization is taking um, individually as countries, but also continentally, uh, we cannot really shy away from addressing the issues that actually come uh, with these. Um, uh, with with the data protection ecosystem. And so for us, um, a conference like this is very important, and that is because in the data protection space, awareness creation is one of the key factors to creating the right ecosystem. Capacity building is one of the right uh, structures to really build in what we want to see in Africa as far as protection of, of the rights of individuals when it comes to the processing of their personal information and so that is why uh, we you know organize uh, events like this and it's very important uh, for us to collaborate also with the po- key policing entities on the ground of the countries that we work with so in the past we've worked with the likes of uh, Mauritius and Senegal mm-hmm. and now it's the turn of South Africa.
0: What is the ground like generally if you were to give us a uh A a synopsis, if you will, in relation to the digital economy on the continent, what its current output is, what is the latent opportunity that certainly this conversation will look to engage for the purposes of creating and exploring, if not exploiting, in fact, the digital economy and its potential for the continent.
1: So coming on the back of the implementation of the Africa Continental Free Trade agreement of which South Africa is a signatory and so many other African countries
2: mm. uh,
1: with the potential market of over uh, billions of many billions of dollars what it means is that we should be able to particularly when it comes to digital services move information freely within Africa something that we haven't been able to attain easily right now I'll give you an example. I come from Ghana, and to transfer funds from Ghana to South Africa can be extremely challenging. Beyond the you know data protection challenges that you will find, there could also be other issues around movement of the information, issues around banking, issues around taxation, and the like. Now, if we are able to address the issues that come, With the challenges in the ecosystem, AI, the differences in the laws, let's say, between South Africa and other parts of Africa, which will make it more difficult for, let's say, a South African business, right, to sell a service to a Ghanaian or to somebody in another part of Africa, if among in the data protection ecosystem, we are able to have... Um, conversations and and modalities that allow for the free movement of data in the same way that we want uh, you know movement of goods and services we will be able to achieve a lot more than um, the current state in which we are yes there is some level of digitization happening in the country but we're not seeing a lot of interaction between African countries and usually some of these barriers that we see is also coming from the fact that it is very difficult to move data particularly personal data because of the divergence in the in the laws that exist in the various countries, and so a summit like this mm. uh, is also meant to at least bring together all the stakeholders, regulators, um, you know, uh, continental bodies, and other agencies to enable them deal with uh, some of these issues.
0: Okay, let's let's move the conversation on. Advocate Colin Weepund is also on the line. He is with the. Information regulator overseeing the Protection of Personal Information Act, that particular portfolio here at South Africa's regulatory authority being the information regulator. Colin, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. And certainly it is a good time for South Africa to be engaging this as we on our own grapple with the changing legislative environment. I wonder if you could offer some preliminary thoughts, certainly in terms of how the rollout of BOPI, as it is colloquially known, is and some of the early challenges to her implementation or to her integrity in terms of how it is playing out in reality.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Songhezo, and uh, good evening, Mr. Kreatu. Um, we are um, actually delighted to have this conversation. It's uh, actually an important um, connecting point. So when you look at uh, POPIA, um, there's a lot of challenges um, that uh, underlines the rollout. out. Obviously, uh, one of them would be um, the shape and form that digitization is taking on, in particular the fact that uh, COVID has enhanced um, the online uh, trade um, and also um, a lot of um, different types of challenges have come into the market. Um, you'd notice a lot of um, the drive in the market now of late Um is um, partly um, physical interaction or engagements uh, and then also online. Uh, To the extent that um, these online stores and um, this um, 6060 uh, checkers uh, and all other initiatives have come about during COVID or it was enhanced by COVID and that alone has um, the potential of creating a lot of um, challenges for information regulation in particular how to secure information and also how to ensure that um, the information is um, deleted, destroyed or de-identified after the purpose for which it was obtained has been achieved. Oh. But it's a lot of other challenges um, with regards to the fact that um, there's also issues of artificial intelligence. There's also um, the... Uh, aspects that um, one has not touched on about privacy by designs when these systems that um, um, ensure um, online trade and facilitate um, those aspects that Mr. Creto has referred to is being looked at. And for us, it's really an issue of how do you infuse privacy by design to ensure that uh, you comply with the Act, but also to ensure that the customers has the necessary trust in uh, the product that you sell, and that uh, will also then create uh, um, that specific trust um, brand value, and also ensure that both uh, data subject and uh, data controllers, as they are widely known, mm. um, which are responsible parties, um, seen from the same handbook, but also achieve the same purpose, and that is to ensure that um, trade is secure and your personal information is protected.
0: I think you've raised some very fundamental questions about the era of the digital economy in which we now find ourselves in. On the one hand, for the facilitation of ultimately the work of the African Continental Free Trade Agreement, it does need at some level, basic level, an integration of the systems of the digital economy, shall we say, And businesses stand to benefit from that because it cuts out a lot of the time that is otherwise facilitated for in lead time in current business operations. So technology has a way of eating away at that um, aspect of time, which time becomes money. The consumer, on the other hand, whilst will be a beneficiary thereof, is equally just as concerned as one should about one's privacy. So if you like, there's almost... uh, I'm not going to use the word conflict, but I mean, there are competing interests, perhaps I should say, as to how digital economy is facilitated for by the free flow of information between host sites, whoever, and the inherent rights to privacy that I think nobody can gainsay say it's value. How should we then, or, or rather, how is the conversation in relation to this tension developing? certainly from the perspective of information regulator in relation to what Bobia advocates and warrants? Well,
2: thank you so much, Nguyen. So one of the key things that the regulator is considering is to ensure, as Mr. Kretu was referring to it, um, how does cross-border uh, flow of information being facilitated, and that's specifically in terms of Section 72 of the Protection of Personal Information Act, and what the Information Regulator has done to this extent is to consider guidance note, and that's one of the initiatives uh, locally. But what Mr. Quet is referring to is the fact that we need to come up with a, a framework um, for um, Africa, as far as the digital economy in relation to data protection is concerned, and that would also then allow us to ensure that there's effective regulation when free flow is, of data is achieved. But very importantly, when these systems get to be introduced, as for example, Mr. Quetta, where it's a challenge to actually move money from Ghana to South Africa, if that specific systems are unlocked and introduced, then and, and operationalized, then we must also be sure that there's effective regulation because what happens is that uh, the personal information or personal data of, uh, uh, of uh, data subjects or consumers mm. or customers is actually the basis of the flow. Um, so it's nothing else. It's, it's actually the flow of personal information that will ensure the um, uh, digital economy is is. Um, Realised and actually uh, brought um, about as as conceived and as um, already um, rolled out in in um, the European on the European con- uh, uh, the European continent.
0: Thank you. I'll ask one more question, Colin, before I come back to take you to round off the conversation on the Data Protection Africa Summit that is currently taking place at the Wanderers um Pro-tier by Marriott Hotel here in Johannesburg, Wanderers. The information regulator is starting now to become a known entity with quite a few advocacy programs. What does this mean, though, for the information regulator to be so closely associated as the receiving um, body of the host nation for this Africa Digital Rights Hub work in ensuring data protection takes place? How does this advance your mandate to the South African public?
2: No, thank you so much, Ongeza. I think that's a very important question, very fundamental question. So you've realized that our vision is to become world-class and not to be a pedestrian organization as the chairperson of the Information Regulator always emphasizes Africa Pansy Plakula and for us to be associated with the, the Digital Rights Hub um, in the um, African Data Protection Summer 2022 means that we are... Achieving and realizing that goal um, by means of association, by means of um, rolling out um, at the specific uh, uh, summit, and also ensuring that our voice adds to the collective and ensure that uh, people realize that uh, South Africa is not an island but it operates within a continent and it needs to ensure that there's economic growth, there's realisation of all sorts of uh, uh, digital aspects of the economy which um, in terms of um, previous speakers um, during the morning session uh, highlighted, as Mr. Secretu um, stated earlier, um, a lot of billions of dollars uh, that will uh, accompany the growth um, of the digital economy. But that in itself also um, the voice of the regulator adds to the fact that We are calling for um, some type of framework, some type of integration um, in terms of um, the African context, but also not ignoring what is being done in Europe because obviously we're not trading only amongst ourselves but also with um, bigger partners like Europe, and that um, also um, will ensure alignment because. In fact, the principles um, of data protection, uh, in essence, across the globe, remains um, agreed and the same. Thank you.
0: Fantastic, Advocate Colin Weepin. Thank you so much for your time. That was board member at the Information Regulator overseeing the POPIA Act, specifically that portfolio. We're rounding the conversation off now on Data Protection Africa Week with Teki Akweta, who's the founder and director of Africa Digital Rights Hub. The work of the hub, of course, is continental. And because it's a conversation now with the South Africa context, what would you suggest should be South Africa's outlook in ensuring it develops a hub within the country that becomes, if you like, the place where people in this space go to, where they meet each other, where they trade and and they do as a hub would do the facilitation of the skills the facilitation of the information required and so develop a hotspot for south africa which then becomes a hotspot for exportation into the rest of the continent and the world your thoughts about south africa's position in this digital economy techie i
1: i I think that south africa is really strategically placed and one of the reasons why we were very excited to host this event also with South Africa's regulator is because we have seen the tremendous progress that has been made by the information regulator. Already we've seen a lot of South African companies especially leading the drive in the communication and tele- the telecommunications era. And we are continuing to see um, growth and, and convergence in this era into the digital era. So South Africa still plays a significant role. And and that therefore means that the information regulator has um, an enormous task, even though it's not one of the earlier regulators to come on board in Africa, it is certainly one of the very strategic ones that can lead the way in showing the rest of Africa how this can be done. If you even look at it from the perspective of the kind of companies and organisations that are based here, the impact of the South African regulator in the data in the data protection space is definitely going to be felt in other African countries. And so, for us, we see the information regulator as a very strategic. Um, being in a very strategic place where they can really influence the data protection space and and in order to do that um, that means that they have a lot of homework to do they need to work with a lot more collaborators they have to start thinking um, about the bigger issues such as the ones we are discussing Around this conference, uh, beyond the general awareness creation, into starting to strategically look at what kind of frameworks. I know Advocate Wepon was talking about building the right framework for the continent. But I would say that this might as well may as well be the challenge for the information regulator to start thinking around. You know, what kind of framework can they lead the rest of Africa to push on? Because they are, as I mentioned, in a very strategic place. And I think once we start having some of these discussions, it's going to really um, encourage um, a lot of other African countries. It is also going to permit just as, like the uh, in Europe, the GDPR has forced many other countries you know, to start thinking more seriously about data protection and, and, and data protection compliance. I believe that when it comes to Africa's digital space as well, uh, the information regulator has a very good opportunity to really lead the way and and drive the discourse on some of these issues. Precisely because also of the kind of companies that also exist on on um in your country
0: sure let's leave it there thank you so much take Aqueta. thank
1: you sir. founder
0: and director of africa digital rights have talking to us together with colin weep on the data protection africa Summit taking place at the wanderers hotel that's the protea by merit in johannesburg we have received a couple of voice notes in relation to what i had suggested perhaps equally we engage on and that is the the issue around President Zuma potentially going back to jail, of course, following the SCA judgment, as well as the conversation about, ultimately, it's a reconciliation question, right, in relation to the parole that is now offered to the killer of slain, well, of South Africa, struggling in many respects, Dato After the break, we continue the conversation, of course, but let's go to those voice notes immediately after this. Songezoma p On, on SFM